0: Welcome back to the Successful Diligence podcast. I am so grateful that you are back for another episode. Please do take note that all opinions and recommendations and encouragements that are shared on this podcast are my personal opinion or the opinion of the guests that I have on. It is not to be taken as medical or mental health advice Please do consult your medical professional or your mental health professional with any questions or changes that you would like to make regarding your own personal situation. Welcome back to the Successful Diligence podcast. I am so super excited that you are back for another episode. I never, ever take it for granted that you come back and you listen to the show and you support by giving reviews on the Apple podcast platform, that you send your emails to SuccessfulDiligence.com slash contact. And I love, my favorite, favorite is when you all send voice messages via the link in the show notes. It is so fun. I answer each and everyone personally, and I am just so grateful for you, the listener. And you know, that's why I am passionate about bringing you quality humans to have quality conversations that are adding value to your life. And today is no different. I have a very special guest with me, today on the show and her name is Sabrina Hammonds, and she is such a special person she I met her recently but I feel like I've known her forever and she's just that type of person she is a devoted wife and mother and a lover of strong coffee who can relate to that now after seven successful years in the elementary classroom she made the decision to come home, leave public school systems, come home in order to spend more time with her family. And it was then that God opened a door for her to pursue an exciting new adventure as an entrepreneur. Now, being someone that loves to hear stories of others and also having her own story of redemption, restoration, and transformation to share, a business began to take shape. Now, Her business is thriving. We're going to learn more about it. And what she does in a nutshell is Sabrina connects other Christian women that want to get their message out to a larger community, to a larger audience by utilizing podcast interviews. And I thought, bring her on the podcast herself. She's got a message to share. And that's something that Sabrina really feels passionate about is that there's an audience that needs to hear your message and she's the one to find the right audience to hear your right message. Sabrina, I am so excited to hear your message to bring you on the show, on the podcast, to be interviewed and to
1: share with the world, your message. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Michelle. I am so excited to be here. I really appreciate the opportunity to get to come on and share my story and my message. This is so fun for me. Now audience, I'm gonna give you a little behind the scenes insight.
0: So Sabrina and I met because she was talking with me about some of her clients who are going to be on the show. And these are amazing people that she works with. And as I was talking with Sabrina about her clients, I just sort of naturally got interested in Sabrina. So I started asking questions because, you know, that's what I do. (laughs) And the more I learned about Sabrina and her story and her personality and just what she has to share, her heart and her passion, I knew that you, my audience, my beloved people would benefit so greatly to hear from her in addition to all of her clients. And so that's why I wanted to bring her on the show. So Sabrina, for my audience, who is just being introduced to you and getting to know you, tell us a little bit about who you are beyond the bio
1: and how you came to do the work that you do. Wow. Well, um, so I did say, so I'm a, a wife and mom. I have four kiddos. Uh, ranging from age three all the way up to 21. Um, So our house can be kind of crazy at times. Um, (laughs) I did step away from, um, from teaching, but I never anticipated that I would be starting my own business. I just knew that I was at a point in my life that I had worked and worked since I was 15. And my kids were growing up so fast. My son had just been launched into the world And it was like, all of a sudden I realized my other kiddos were going to be out into the world before I could even blink. Like, I just knew it was going to be so fast. And then I needed to find a way in order to be home with my kids and really just invest in my family. Um, because I was working 10 plus hour days, evenings, weekends, the whole thing. Um, and my husband and I are both teachers. And so we were just going all the time. Um, And so, wow. So we made some incredibly drastic changes in our home. Um, We sold our house, we moved, downsized, paid off massive debt in order for me to find a way to stay home. Um, And I just figured I would stay home and maybe, um, maybe I would start watching kiddos in our home to make some extra money, but I had no plans of starting a business. And, um, so that's kind of where where my home journey began about being at home. Um, and then this crazy thing happened. I came across a course um, from this community called the Free Mama Community or Free Mama Movement. Um, and this course spoke right to exactly where I was in my life. It spoke to my heart, my desire to stay home with my kids and make some money. And I wanted to be able to support my family, but I still wanted to be at home. And so, um, man, I went back and forth. I stalked the community. I, um, just went back and forth about this course. And finally, I just decided I'm just going to do this thing. I'm at home. I have the time. Like I can do this. If I can teach 23 kids in a classroom, you know, every day, like I can, I can do this. And so I jumped off, I bought the course, um, and it walked me through how to start my own business. Um, and again, let me let
0: me jump in here for a minute because i want to unpack some things so number one you were in this industry the teaching with education industry right and you were yes. teaching in, in in schools your husband's a teacher and as a social worker a, a former social worker i can relate to being overworked underpaid underappreciated when you're serving some of the most important populations and i think our kids are, I mean, they are our future, right? When we're gone, they're going to be here. And um, I just think it's so wonderful for people who are able to do teaching long-term, but, you know, it's not the right fit for certain seasons of your life. And so I think it's amazing that number one, you paid attention to the fact that, you know what, this is no longer a good fit for me and my family. I need to make a change. Mm -hmm. And then you, consulted with your husband and made a plan like an exit plan which I think listeners that's something really important when you pay attention to your life and you realize wow this is not working anymore that is step one but you don't just jump off the diving board if you don't know how deep the water is right that's right (laughs) yeah you gotta have a plan and so I love that you you know looked at your finances and your time and all the things and then you made the important decision to invest in yourself, right? Yes. And you sought out resources and you took this course. And then what you did was you took action and implemented. But my question is, because you said, I didn't come home to start a business. I, my focus was being with my family. Yes, we needed that extra money. So did you have a business idea when you took this course? Or like, how did you come up with the idea for your specific
1: business? Well, honestly, um, what, um, what attracted me to the, to the course itself was they were going to teach you um, or teach me how to be a virtual assistant. Um, so to work from home using basic admin skills, which I felt like I had gained from my teaching career, like I was able to multitask. I was constantly emailing, um, constantly communicating. And so what they were talking about was things that I had already been doing. For the last seven years and i thought i could shift to using these skills that i already know how to do and i can shift it to online now that wasn't my ultimate goal but i thought you know what this is where i can start i can use what i already know and then get these tools from this course and go from there like i didn't know where it was going to go beyond that that's so interesting to me because as a teacher You've got skill sets that are
0: way more diverse than just a virtual assistant or administrative. Um, and I, I used to be a CEO assistant to a CEO. I used to be an admin. So I know administrative work. And oh my gosh, you need skill sets for that, right? And then the virtual world is a whole nother is a whole nother a whole nother industry. But your skill set coming from teaching to home right away was different than the admin sort of virtual assistant. So it's interesting to me that you tapped into skills that you already had. And then using those versus like going into teaching, you know, another language online or teaching online virtually or something like that, that would be in someone's mind, a natural progression coming from the teaching. So did it occur to you or were you just like showing up every day and like, well, this is what I feel like I should
1: be doing next. Well, honestly, I looked into teaching online because I thought that's just that would be a natural next step. Like, I I know how to teach, I can do this, but the hours were not fitting for Mm me. And being at home, I wanted to be available. And I thought, if I'm just going to manage somebody's emails or manage their calendar um, and do those kind of admin tasks, I can do that on my own time. And I'm not having to check in with somebody throughout the day or be on a Zoom call or anything like that. So again, it was going to give me the freedom and the flexibility in order to to stay home with my kids and hopefully make some extra money
0: which is the whole reason you left your career to begin with which is yeah. so important and i wanted to br- i wanted to sort of unpack that and bring that out because listeners it's so important and we've talked about this in other episodes value based living and making decisions for your life based on a priority of value so for you Sabrina your value was I don't wanna be in this rat race and lose time away from my husband and my kids. And so coming home, I don't wanna just transfer. You know, I'm sitting at home giving that time to someone else. I wanna do something that fits in with that value of freedom of time for my family versus you know, giving that to someone else. And so it's so important to prioritize your decisions based on your values. And I love, I love, love, love how you demonstrated that with your experience. And I just wanted to bring that out and highlight. So, okay. So you take this course and, and I wanted to highlight that too, because so many people take courses nowadays, there's like a million and one courses out there, right? which do absolutely nothing. If you don't take action, what was it that caused
1: you to actually implement and take action? I feel like it was a two-part thing. So one, I had made a big investment (laughs) and I knew like at the point that my paychecks would no longer be coming in because as a teacher, you know, we get paid through the summer. And so I knew the exact month um, that it would be my last paycheck. And so I, there was this timeline and I knew once I got started on the course, I knew approximately, cause it was self-paced, um, but it was like, you could do this week one, this week two, you know, and so on. So I kind of mapped it out to where I knew that if I finished the course and launched my business, that I could potentially start making money before my last check. And so in my head, like I, I remembered the big investment and the, the faith that my husband had in me in order, you know, I mean, he was, you know, on my side, obviously, and we were both on the same page about me taking the course. But um, it wasn't just something that I, I was just going to buy and it was just going to work for me. Um, and so again, thinking about that big investment that I had already made um, and then it goes back to me wanting to be at home with my kids. Um, and again, I could have just maybe not worked, but then I wouldn't be contributing, and we wouldn't be able to to go where we wanted to go originally, like to be able um to still move on, you know, um in our careers and and um to still have the things that we wanted to have and take vacations and stuff like that. so, um. I wanted to be able to contribute in that way. Um, but I wanted to be at home. Like my desire to be at home, I feel like is just, um, it's everything. And I said, you know, I've, I can make this work. I can do this. Um, in order- I love that I can attitude. Like I can do this because when you really believe that,
0: you really can yeah. do anything. Like you can yes. make it work.
1: Yeah, I can do hard things. And that's what I would keep telling myself. Like I can do hard things. I can figure this out. And if I didn't know the answer, there was a community of support where I bought the course that I could go in and I could ask people for help. Um, and so I feel like in my my experience with teaching, there were so many new things that were always being thrown at us all the time, new trainings, new updates. Um, just when you thought you had it figured out, here's something new for you. And so we were <laughs> constantly having to learn and adapt. And I just kept thinking about that, like all these years I've I've done this and I've, had to figure things out, I can figure this out too. Even when it came to like building my website, um, even though it took a long, long time. um, (laughs) I can relate to that. (laughs) Like I wasn't afraid to go and ask for help or to go and Google something or to watch a video or um, because really for me, like just giving up was not really an option. It was not an option.
0: I love that. So because it takes a lot of courage to ask for help because that takes humility and vulnerability to say i don't know everything and i need help can you help me and then to actually like take action on that and implement um i think that's so that's so admirable um so listeners i encourage you like if you don't know something and google's not helping you like reach out to someone <laughs> there is right. someone who can help you you're not alone as you walk this journey i just i love that i love that so talk to me about the journey of Sort of like shifting your mind from, okay, I'm at home and I'm learning how to start a business to, wow, I'm actually running a successful business. Like what's going on here? Talk to me about that journey, about how your business, you know, grew from a little seed
1: to now, you know, being a plant. Well, honestly, um, at first it was really difficult just being so used to the go, go, go um, and having that set schedule to trying to manage that at home and treat my business like a business and not a hobby, um, that was really tough because I wanna be available all the time for my family, but then I also have this priority that is my business and it's a real thing. And so I had to, I guess, come to that realization and set some boundaries. And so I feel like once I was able to do that and treat my business as a true business, I just began to, to reach out, um, and to constantly put myself out there, um, and let people know what I was doing. And so the crazy thing happened. I had a friend that contacted me, um, and knew what I was doing and knew that I was doing admin work. And she had a jewelry business. Um, and she said, I need you in my life. I need your help. <laughs> and so she just reached out and asked me if I could help her with some of the backend stuff of her jewelry business. Um, now, I was already connected with her at, um, at our church. And the crazy thing is, I had already um, been like praying for her because she had a loss in her family. She lost her son. Um, and so I was already connected with her in that way. Um, but then I jumped on board and I started helping her with her business. And as she began, to, she began to share more about herself with me, like her life story, and I began to get to know her like on a more personal level. And that's really when my business shifted from doing admin work to what I'm doing now. Um, Because when she was sharing about herself and her life and her story, I was so intrigued by all that she had been through that one day I just asked her, you know, I said, your story and your testimony and like what you've been through is so incredible. I think people really need to hear this. Um, And she said, well, that's a crazy thing because I know that I'm supposed to share. Like, I already know that. And I'm like, what? That is so funny. That's so funny. What's striking to me,
0: like what's coming up for me is number one, when you put discipline and boundaries in place and implemented focus, you started to see the connections that you already had that were in line with your purpose on the journey that you're on. You know, it's like you, you look up and you sort of, You put on the sunglasses and you can see better (laughs) yeah so you were able to see what was already there in front of you and when you were ready you it was there waiting for you and what's striking to me also is that this woman said well i already know i'm supposed to be doing this almost like she was waiting for that same experience right and
1: then here you are which is a perfect fit that's so funny it was so crazy when she said that i was like really I said, well, you know, I, I said, I would love to help you with this. Like, can I help you just, you know, share your, your message and, um, with others. And she just said, sure. Like she really had, I I guess it was, it wasn't the mentality of like, I've got nothing to lose, but like, I was already helping her with other things. And she just said, sure. You know, why not? Let's, let's just do this. Well, I mean, the worst that happens is that she's in the exact same position she is now. Why not? (laughs) Exactly. She wasn't seeking anybody out. Um, she wasn't trying to do this thing, but I was just, I just felt so compelled because her message was so powerful. And I just thought so many people could be inspired by what you've gone through and what you have to say. And so that's really where it started. Like, I didn't know anything about a podcast or about pitching to a podcast or making connections in that way. Nothing. And I so just started. You started with service. I mean, it sounds like to me is that you're. You
0: were, you were very clear about why you came home, what you wanted to do, even though it wasn't detailed, right. But you had the structure and then you implemented the discipline and the boundaries and the focus. And as you continued to show up right for your business, the, the things that you needed and the connections, they all sort of started aligning and then here you are presented with an opportunity and you had the courage to be like, all right, well, let's do this. I can still learn. I can do hard things. I can adapt. I can learn how to pitch a podcast. And what is a podcast? And so let me Google and research that. <laughs> so how did you find out about all things podcasts to be able to, you know, be that person that serves these women to get onto, onto different shows, to share their message? How did you learn all
1: that? So I just started out by really going back through her story and picking out what I felt like were the, the, the key things about her message, like what, Mm. what genre would she fit into? And so then I just began like, seriously, just Google searching based on her specific genre. Um, and she's a Christian. Um, and so I just started with Christian women podcast and I would just Google search. And I just would pull up all these podcasts and I would just click on each one and start listening and researching and finding out about the host. Um, And then from there, I would just find a contact. And I just started reaching out like, hey, this is who I am. I'm representing so-and-so here. um, And I think she would be a great fit for your podcast because of this. And I started putting her story together like in a more polished looking form. Um, so that it would just be, I could send it over in a nice and neat, you know, pitch. I didn't learn that's what it was at the time, but a pitch, a, one you know? sheet,
0: a pitch in a one sheet. Yep.
1: Yes. Yes. I didn't know anything about that. Like I was seriously just compiling these emails, just one at a time. I had no template. I had nothing put together. I was just like straight from, from my heart to the email and just, you know, hoping that, that it would make a connection. And it did. Oh my gosh. Just doors began to open for her, and people just began to resonate with her story. Um, hosts were just like, Yeah, you know, we, we want to have her on because I, I love what she has to share. And I was just blown away, like at the open doors from me not really knowing what I'm doing, but I'm just like, I'm researching, I'm, I'm you know, really getting into these podcasts and learning about them and learning about the host and like their mission. And so, when I would find someone else that their mission aligned with her mission and her heart, I was like, this is a good fit. This is why she needs to be on there. Let's and do so this. I'm coming from a place of service and, and a heart. Yeah. I mean, clearly you're passionate about it.
0: And what I love is that as you continue to show up every day, You get more and more skills, you learn more and more, and the abundance begins to flow, right? Because you're driving your car on the right road, heading in the right direction, even though you didn't plan for that, because you were planning to come home, make a little side money, not knowing really how or why, and then with the admin, and then morphing into exactly where you're supposed to be. So you know, it's interesting because people always say, well, you got to have the plan mapped out and the business plan and all the things and all the structure. And there is validity to that. However, there's also validity in a path that mirrors yours, which is just show up and keep walking, come from a place of service, implement discipline, boundaries, and focus And you will end up in your purpose doing what you are supposed to be doing. I love that, I love it. Are you having fun? Is this like incredible to you? How how is your husband responding? How are things that,
1: you know, with your family? Oh my gosh. So honestly, like um, when I sit back and I think about like what I'm doing, I absolutely love it because I have always been fascinated with other people's stories, like their backgrounds and where they have come from and the things they have walked through. And so I get to connect with women all the time and they share their story. Like I get to sit and listen to their heart and where they have been and where, where they're going and just their, their passions. And I love that. I absolutely love that. And my husband, he is super supportive and he's the one that really like sort of shine that light on what I do. He's like, you are somebody who loves people's stories. Like you're so nosy. You always want to know about, you know? <laughs> we're interested, not nosy. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I'm not nosy, but you know, some would say that I'm nosy because I'm, I'm like, I want to hear all about you. I want to know, you know, what have you been through? And, and, um, my family is super supportive. Like, um, they can tell that I really just love what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, that makes such a
0: difference in quality of life. I think, because when you want to get out of bed and do whatever it is that you're doing during the day, whether it's serving your kids, whether it's serving your animals, whether it's going to work, whether it's serving your business, whether it's serving your client, whatever you're doing when you get out of bed, the joy that comes from doing something that brings you joy, it really propels you out of bed every morning. You know what, my, what I'm thinking? I'm like, I'm resonating so much with what you're saying because I love conversations. I love people and their stories. Part of why I started the podcast, right?
1: How come you didn't start your own podcast? Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know. Like i my <laughs> husband has even said you should start your own podcast. He said, and you just have people come on and they just share their stories all day long and you just get to hear them. And the thought of that, like is super exciting, honestly. Um, But I absolutely love the part about what I do where when I connect these women to other podcast hosts and I provide these connections for them and then I get to sit back and listen to their interviews Mm -hmm. and listen to them pour their heart out and like all over again, I already know their story, but I'm listening all over again with like fresh ears and I'm just in awe. Of who they are and what they're doing. And so it's like I get to sit back and be in the audience and and look at like the seeds that I planted and and the connections that I helped make. And, and you're like, I know her. I know her. Yes. And so that part of it I absolutely love because like we have we have connected and and they have shared their story with me. And then I've gone out on their behalf. And then when you finally like that first door opens and then that second door and that third connection. And then I get to listen and I get to watch this happen. Like that is what I really, really love.
0: Yeah, I can, I can so relate to that. And I love that because connection is really key, um, especially behind the scenes. And you're also getting to meet the podcast hosts as well and hear their stories and connect with them. So that's very cool. So let me ask you, did you have to overcome any sort of, doubt or mindset, you know, sort of turns in the road as you're walking this journey, has anything come up that's been like that you've had to overcome that you can encourage
1: people with? Oh my gosh, um there's been so many things. Um <laughs> but when I think of one that really stands out the most is I was trying to research other podcast booking companies as I was growing so that I could learn like what it is that they're doing so that maybe I could apply some of that and improve. And so as I began to research, not only did I come up with booking companies, but I came up with some that were so large and like number one, you know, this and that, and they had all this, these beautiful websites and systems. And so then like, I really began to just wonder and question, what am I really doing? Like, can I really even do this? And who am I? Like, who am I to be able to do this? I, I'm not a podcast booking company. Like I'm not this big agency in this, you know, number one or whatever. And so then they're just became like, began to have these doubts about whether or not I could even do this um, or put myself out there. And why would anyone want to hire me? Like, I'm not a big, you know, name company. I don't I just have learned this, what a podcast was, <laughs> right? Like, and that, so then I feel like those doubts Begin to creep in, you know, and, but then I reminded myself, you know, where did they start? Mm -hmm. Were they just an overnight success? And probably not. Um, And so I had to remind myself that don't discount the small beginnings. Like everybody has started somewhere, and this is where I'm starting, you know, and, and I'm growing and I'm learning. And it's totally fine, you know, to take that imperfect action and to, to do the hard things and not really know. Exactly, all the answers, but if I don't know the answers, I'm gonna find them (laughs) right. (laughs) I love that because you're so right. Everyone
0: starts somewhere and everyone starts with zero. Like when you first sign up to Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or Pinterest or whatever social media you're on, everyone starts out with zero and builds from there. And so, you know, we often look at people who are 20 years into their journey and we're two years into our journey and that comparison monster you know, shows yes. up. And even if, even if though, and an audience listen to me, even if I'm looking at someone who's at the exact same point, so I'm two years in, they're two years in, we should not look the same because every person has a unique journey with their own unique talents and gifts and their own outcomes that they're gonna get to. And that's why comparison is so devastating because nobody can bring to the table what you do, even if they're doing the same exact thing, which is, um, I just think such an incredible truth that we need to accept. And I love that you have that mantra of you can do hard things and I can find the answer. (laughs) Because that takes you so far. Um, So I just applaud you. I just applaud you for that. So let me ask you, because, you know, when we think about being successful and walking this journey to success in our life, whatever success means to you, um, when we think about planning for the future, and especially as a business, you know, you think in quarters like Q1 and Q2, Q3, Q4, we're going to do this and this and that. And yet I feel like that just doesn't fit you. (laughs) (laughs) like you're, I'm going to show up and continue walking. And yes, I have this overall global vision, right? Mm -hmm. But the plan may not be there. So talk to me about how
1: that is. Is it uncomfortable? Do you plan now that you have more of a structure? Like, what is that like for you? You know, honestly, when I stepped away from teaching, I wanted to get away from a schedule and a plan like (laughs) forever. I'll be, I'll be very honest because every minute of my day was planned. Lesson plans, like the whole thing. And so I did realize quickly after I came home and I realized there were these goals that I wanted to achieve, I was gonna have to have a plan and I was gonna have to have some sort of structure and schedule. And so I think I have found, I'm not gonna say a balance because every day I feel like it's different, but I have learned that what works for me is to have those goals and to have those plans so that I know where I'm going, but give myself room for flexibility, because honestly, like on the days that my kids need me more, I have to just restructure. I have to do the absolute, what I would call like red flag things. I have to do the red flag things today, but the rest of it, it can wait because again, the reason I came home is to be with my family. And so it's so easy to get so focused on the goals and the plans and wanting to have so much done, you know, within the next three months that you just, you're right back to working, 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 and you lose sight of the real focus. And my real focus, my first focus is my family still.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's your overriding vision. Right. And I love okay. that because you have your map your, your map is I'm going to be home with my kids. I'm going to have a fruitful business. that's going to serve my family well financially and allow us to experience life together, which is the whole point, right? Not have a business just to have a business. Right. And so, but with that map, sometimes you can take a detour. If you want to take an extra rest stop. I know recently I traveled um, halfway across the country with my cousin and when I traveled with my husband, we stopped a certain number of times during the trip. So I was anticipating, I was planning a certain number of stops. Well, my cousin needed a few more stops (laughs) and I was also tired and emotional and, and all the things. And so we ended up stopping more because that's what we needed. And so we paid attention to, like you said, those red flag things that have to be, you know, focused on. But then allowing the grace to sort of because we had to of course drive and make the miles, but Uh give yourself the grace to pay attention to what you really need for that day, for that moment. You're still on the road. You're still within the the overall plan, even if you're not sticking
1: to it. You know, micromanaging (laughs) like dot by dot by dot. You know, that's right. It may take me a little longer sometimes. You know, or or the the plan may be extended a little bit, which is again. Why you don't compare yourself, because even if you've been doing it two years and somebody else has been doing it two years, you don't know what they have gone through and they don't know what you have gone through to get where you are. So it could be that you are really far along, even though it may not look like it to other people, but they don't see and they don't know what your journey looks like. And so, yeah, I feel and like also they don't know where
0: you're going to end up and you don't know where you're going to end up either. That's sometimes. Right.
1: That's so, right. yeah, that's yeah. good
0: because even if we're at the same starting point and even if we make it to to like first base at the same time i may only be going to second base while someone else might be going for a home run and that just may be my life you know and that may be a wonderful thing so you don't know where people are going to end up either and you don't know where you're going to end up which allows you to be encouraged by comparing yourself to who you were and nobody else and how far you've come because that's what i that's like my my benchmark is wow, look what I did last year and how much more I've done this year. Look what I did yesterday and how much more I did today. (laughs) So I think that that's so
1: important. That's so important. That's good. Yes. Compare yourself to yourself and how much have you grown? Wow. That's, that's good. I'm going to remember that. Yeah. If you're going to compare yourself, think about where you were and how far you've come, because then you can really Feel good about where you are right and, and celebrate not, that and and really yes. highlight
0: it and make a celebration a yes. practice you know that's why i think so at the time of this recording it is not yet my birthday month i celebrate my birthday for the whole month but the month <laughs> of july is my birthday month and so i celebrate the whole month but I'm very, my husband thinks not. he's like, you are just so weird who celebrates their birthday for their whole month. Right. <laughs> but for me, it's because I, I reflect and look, you know, last year at this time, where was I? And I celebrate intentionally all of the things professionally, personally, the things I don't talk about to anybody, mm. all of the growth that I can find from the past year, I focus on that to intentionally celebrate myself. And then I think about, well, what's my overall vision? Where do I want to go from here? And not necessarily plan it out. I'm sort of, I'm more like you in terms of that sort of style, but like, what kind of person do I want to be? What kind of impact do I want to have? How am I going to get there? And sort of getting my map without knowing exactly where the rest stops are yet. So I just love that. And I am in such agreement, such agreement. So Sabrina, if you could leave our audience with like one or two really good nuggets or things that you really want to highlight for them to walk away from the conversation with, what would you want to really bring out from everything that we've talked about?
1: Wow. So one thing I think about is like back at the beginning when I had this strong desire to come home, like I sat on that thing for like two years and it was just this building desire. Yeah for like two years, I just, I've really got to come home. And that was just at the forefront of my mind, but it was not until, um, I put action to those desires that it actually became like a goal because until then up until that point, it was just a desire. And so I would say that your, your desire doesn't become a goal until you put action to that thing. And then the action and the movement, it propels you to move more because you begin to actually see that thing like coming to fruition. You begin to see like, I can do this. Like I I can see this thing. Um, But if it's just a desire that you have and you never act on it, even if it's a small step, then it's just that, it's a desire and it's just gonna be a desire. And so if it's something you really, really want to do and you want to see it to the end, I would just say take one small step. And then when you see that you took a small step, like go ahead and take the next one and the next one. And then pretty soon, like that thing is growing. Um, And so I feel like that's something that is key and that I have learned um, just from from this journey. And then also... um, That other thing that we were talking about, the comparison, um, I really feel like you need to focus on what is so important to you in your life in this season. And again, it goes back to your values. What do you value right now in this season? And does your life line up with those values? Or are those values coming from like the outside? Are they coming from the comparing yourself to what is success and what does it look like, you know, to this family over here that I know, or is it like, are you honed in to what is successful to you and what do you value? And then how do you make those two come together? And I feel like, I feel like once you do that, it really helps you to see what exactly is it that I want right now? And then again, that's a desire and then put some action to that desire and then it becomes a goal and then you're unstoppable. I really feel like you're just unstoppable. I love that. I
0: love that because they're building blocks to each other. And you're right. That action is what creates that momentum. Oh, that was so good. Listeners, if you need to rewind and listen to those two gold nuggets again, those are so key. And I promise you, if you just do those two things and then. Look back a month from now, you will be surprised how far you have come and whether that's a personal goal, like eating better, drinking more water, losing weight, taking a walk outside every day, you know, being grateful, whatever it is, or whether it's a professional one, you know, at your job to to get a promotion or whether it's a entrepreneurial endeavor and building your business and finding resources or connections or what have you, it's applicable to every aspect of life, which I think is so beautiful. Sabrina, you have been such a wealth of knowledge and wisdom during this conversation. I I knew it was going to be epic, but this was so good. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And if people are like, this woman hasn't figured out, she tapped into something. I need more of her. Or if they have a message, if someone in the audience, if you're like, you know, I want to tell my story. I have a message. How can people find you? Where can they connect with you? How can they reach you?
1: Yeah. So, um, I'm so grateful to have been on here. Thank you so much. And if they want to connect with me, they can go to www.Sabrina'sConsultingServices.com. Um, or they can also find me on Facebook at Sabrina's Consulting Services. Um, and then I'm also on Instagram, uh, Sabrina Hammonds.
0: And of course, listeners, as you know, I hook you up every show Links will be in the show notes so you can click and go, click and go. Don't worry if you don't have a pen and paper. It will be in the show notes for you to click and connect with Sabrina Hammonds. I am so, so grateful that you had time to come on the show and share. I'm grateful to be connected to you. You are such a special person. Thank you. Thank you for coming on and sharing your story. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. And listeners, as I always say, keep walking always, always keep walking, never stop walking, because if you continue to walk, you will reach your destination, you will reach your destiny. And I encourage you on the journey, always, always choose gratitude. As you know, Every single episode, I end with my encouragement for you to choose gratitude on your journey as you keep walking. But have you ever asked yourself, that's great, Michelle, but how do I do that? How do I implement gratitude? How do I choose gratitude? It's not easy living this life. And sometimes. I don't feel very grateful. How do I incorporate gratitude into my daily life? Well, I've got you covered. Just for you, I have a Gateway to Gratitude mini course in the Successful Diligence School. There is a link in the show notes as well as a coupon code just for podcast listeners where you get 50% off. So head to the link in the show notes or SuccessfulDiligence.com and click the school tab on the website. It will take you to the school and you can see the Gateway to Gratitude course, which walks you through how to implement gratitude into your daily life. Trust me, gratitude and gratefulness when implemented effectively will change your life.